Hello, and welcome to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. Apostle ID is the general overseer and senior pastor of Overcomers in Christ group of churches. Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID brings you gospel-centered messages and tools that equip you to live a life of victory and freedom as an overcomer in Christ. Join us today to hear the latest message from Apostle ID concerning our life of faith in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Welcome to Warfare Mindset. Um, we are in a war and the enemy will throw some filthy, dirty arrows at us at any time. He would use anybody he can use uh, to further his agenda against, against us. And so we must have the right warfare mindset. We must train our minds. The Bible says in Romans 12 that we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And if we are going to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, we cannot afford to conform to the pattern of this world. The pattern of this world conditions your mind to think in a certain way. The pattern of this world conditions the mind that, hey, tit for tat, an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Um, grab what you can grab. You know, it's a rat race, but we are called out. We are the ecclesia, ecclesia we are called out from among them. And we have the mind of Christ, so we must um, train our minds as soldiers of Jesus Christ. And so today, it's imperative that we look at um, a very sensitive topic that has affected a lot of believers. And that has to deal with how we handle opposition, how we handle criticism, how we handle persecution. And so permit me to share briefly on how to deal with criticism and persecution because the enemy is going to strike through persecution he's going to strike through um criticism and and it could be very harsh it could be very painful and the first thing we must remember um is that Christ has sent us forth as sheep among wolves in Matthew 10 verse 16 he says i'm sending you as sheep in the midst of wolves and he says, be wise as a serpent and be, be, be gentle as a lamb, as a dove. So once we realize that we are sheep among wolves and we need to survive because the wolf is fierce, the wolf is aggressive, the wolf persecutes the sheep. And once we realize that Christ is sending us as sheep among wolves, he did not say, I'm sending you as a lion among wolves. A lion will tear the wolf to pieces. He could have said, I'm sending you as a lion among wolves, but he said, I'm sending you as sheep among wolves. So that means he wants us to take on the nature of a sheep when we are dealing with wolves. And then he says in Matthew 10 verse 16, be wise as serpents. Remember wolves persecute sheep, they hurt sheep. But Jesus says, I need you to have wisdom. Be wise as a serpent. A serpent is very wise. Uh, and he says, be harmless as doves. In other words, you're not to hurt the wolves. You're going to be harmless. And then the Bible tells us in Romans 12, verse 14, great chapter of the Bible. I love the book of Romans. It says in verse 14 that we should, we should bless those that persecute us. It says, bless and curse not. Bless them. And then in 1 Peter chapter 3, I would read verse 9 of 1 Peter chapter 3. Um, permit me to go to verse 9. And it reads, not rendering evil for evil 
or railing for railing, but contrary wise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that you should inherit a blessing. First Peter chapter 3 is saying that um, in dealing with criticism and persecution, in dealing with the opposition, we are not to render evil for evil. So this um, trend in some in some churches where they are praying and they are saying man should fall down and die, uh, fall down and die, this witch fall down and die, that really is not the New Testament way. And I wonder how many of those people have died anyway. We are saying fall down and die and they are still waxing stronger. So that is not the approach. We are going to look at the biblical approach to handling criticism and persecution. So now the Bible says don't render evil for evil. It says, be wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove. Dove does not fight. Does not fight, it just flies away. So you must know when to fly away. You must know when to just turn your back and go. You must know when to shake the dust off your feet and just go. And so, and then the Bible tells us that all that we live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 12. It says that clearly. You know, if you're going to live a godly life in Christ Jesus, Expect that you will suffer persecution. And if you're going to suffer persecution, you must know how to handle it. And when you are going through, when you are going through uh, persecution or opposition from men, you must remember the words of Jesus Christ. The words of Jesus Christ is that you are to be as a sheep in the midst of wolves. Yes, it could be very hard, but we have to condition our minds because men are not our enemies. Principalities and powers, rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, those are our real enemies. Yes, they use men, but men are not our enemies. In fact, we are called <laughs> to conquer men for Jesus. <laughs> well, so why would you be fighting somebody that you can lead to the Lord? Which is a better testimony to say, I prayed for that witch, in quotes, and she gave her life to Jesus Christ. Or I prayed for that witch and she fell down and died, which is a better testimony. Of course, I prayed for that witch and she became saved. And who is to know how many people she would bring into the kingdom? So Jesus says, I'm sending you a sheep among wolves. Now, the nature of a sheep is such that it is meek, it is gentle, and it is non-combative. So sheep does not fight with the wolf. In fact, Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, the rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Those are our real enemies. Now, the Bible also, when Jesus sent out his disciples, he gave them certain instructions. He says, if you get to a house or a town and they don't welcome you, you know, depart, just shake the dust off your feet and depart. So if you are being persecuted, depart. If it's possible, depart from the area of persecution. Depart from that area of persecution. So, so now, there are a few things. I'll just go over a few things, uh, a few attitudes uh, we should have when dealing with opposition from men, criticism, persecution. And the first thing is that we must remember that we are called to be sheep in the midst of wolves. We are not called to fight them. And then, Secondly, if you're being persecuted, don't just go there to be persecuted. If you can shake the dust off your feet and 
move away from there and go to the next place and do the Lord's business, the better. Now, in dealing with criticism and persecution from men, the Bible tells us that we are to love our enemies, including those that curse us, persecute us, those that hate us, those that despitefully um, use us. In, in the book of Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is talking, hallelujah, if I can put my fingers to it quickly. But I say unto you, Matthew 5 verse 44, Matthew 5 verse 44, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. In other words, this is what children of God do. Children of Satan do the opposite. They curse those that curse them and persecute those that persecute them. But Jesus is saying that you may be the children of your Father which are in heaven. He says, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you, that persecute you. Even those that despitefully use you. Bless them. So let us understand that that the world will, will hate us. You know, why the world does not know God. Jesus says, if they hated me, they will hate you also. So the world is going to hate you. So because they hate you, unbelievers, they will criticize, they will judge, they will persecute, they will oppose what you are doing. Uh, they will discourage you. In fact, sometimes, most times, a man's enemies are members of his own household. Those that are so close to you, familiar with you, are the ones that will discourage you and tear you apart and say, who do you think you are? What has suddenly come over you? So understand that the world will not love you. The world did not love Jesus. You know why? They don't know God. Don't take it personal. It's not a personal thing. Don't take it personal. So once you have that understanding, that the world is going to hate you, expect that persecution, expect that criticism, then it is easier to deal with it. Now, another thing I must say, as believers, with the right warfare mindset, we're training our, our minds onto godliness, and if we're going to have the right warfare mindset, we must know who our enemy is. I repeat, our enemy is not man. We are called to preach the gospel to man. So how can man be our enemy? Our enemy is not man. It's those powers above, in the second heaven, in the marine kingdom, that use man to fight us. Just like a gun is not your enemy. It's the shooter of the gun that is the enemy, not the gun. The gun by itself cannot do anything, but it's the one that shoots the gun. And those are the principalities and powers. So when dealing with the opposition of man, dealing with the persecution from man, criticism from man, the key thing to remember is don't seek vengeance. Because why? They are not our enemies. Don't seek vengeance. Um, you are not to strike back. Why would you strike back? Don't strike back. Don't retaliate. My brother, my sister, if you take matters into your own hands, what you are doing is you hinder God from intervening in that situation. God will say, okay, I'll watch you fix it since you don't need me. And, and so we're not to take matters into our own hands. And then when we are dealing with criticism and persecution, because you will encounter criticism, 
you will encounter persecution if you decide to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. And since you're going to encounter it, it's best to know how to deal with it now if you've not encountered it. And if you're in the midst of it, it's also best to know how to deal with it now. And the Bible tells us to pray for those that persecute us. So we are to pray for peace between ourselves and our persecutors. You must pray for peace between yourself and the one that is persecuting you, the one that is fighting you. Pray that God will forgive your persecutor. Remember Jesus on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And we must have the same attitude. When Stephen was being stoned, he said something similar. And so in Luke 23, verse 34, Jesus says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. So we are to pray that there will be peace between those that persecute us and ourselves. The Bible says, when a man's way pleases God, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. So God can do it in such a way that our enemies will be at peace with us. They won't harass us. And so we are to pray for God to bring peace between our, our, our persecutors and ourselves. We are, so, we are also to pray that God will forgive them. We are to pray that God will forgive them. We must pray for their salvation. You have an enemy. Why are you praying for your enemy's damnation? Why are you praying for your enemy's condemnation? Don't you remember that you also were once an enemy of God? And that when you became born again, through the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary, you are reconciled to God. So why are you praying that your enemy be destroyed? That is how weak Christians pray. I repeat, that is how weak Christians pray. Pray that that enemy will be snatched from hellfire. Pray that God will send an angel to block the source of that man's power that is fighting you, that witch that is fighting you, that wizard that is fighting you. Pray that God will send an angel to block the source of their power, that there will be no communication between that witch, that wizard, and principalities and powers. They get their power from somewhere. Pray that their power will not work and that they will come to the Lord. There are many warlocks that have come to Jesus Christ and they are doing marvelous things in the kingdom of God. Look at Saul. Saul was an enemy of Christ. He was on the way to Damascus to kill Christians and God grabbed a hold of him, got a hold of him and converted him, the great apostle Paul. We can do better. Saints, we can do better. Brothers and sisters, we can do better. He says, in our doing so, loving our enemies, praying for those that persecute us, blessing those that curse us, that is how they will know that we are children of the Father in heaven. That's how they will know. So we're not to seek vengeance, you know, if we take matters into our own hands, you know, that hinders God from, from intervening. You know, and in closing, what I have found out is that praying for my enemies, in quotes, praying for those that have persecuted me, in quotes, has really helped me avoid bitterness. It has helped me um, avoid hatred and strife and contentment in my spirits. You know, it has helped me avoid hostility towards them. You know, when you pray for your enemies, all of a sudden, the urge for vengeance will disappear. You know, and uh, the Lord has taught me that. You know, he has taught me that and he is still teaching 
me that. And I want to share that with you. So maybe you need to change your approach in how you deal with your enemies, how you deal with your persecutors, how you deal with those that are harassing you, criticizing you. Make peace with all men. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 verse 18 that as fast as possible, within your power, make peace with all men. You know, make peace with all men. They are not your enemies. Your enemies, your enemy is Satan and his agents. Not man. Man, intercede for man and bring them into the kingdom. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless all that cost us right now. Father, we pray that you will forgive them. Lord, that you will give us the right mindset in warfare, that we will know that they are not our enemies. Oh God, they are in fact the great commission you've given us to preach the gospel to them. So Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will give us a love for our enemies, that, oh God, we will have mercy and compassion upon them in the name of Jesus, that if need be, we will turn the other cheek, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, that we will not take matters into our own hands, that we will not violate your word, oh God, that we will not be emotional and begin to spew out abuses upon mankind. Lord, that we would intercede for them, not intercede against them in the name of Jesus, that we will not be presumptuous in our warfare to think that, oh God, they are our enemies when you have a plan of salvation for them. Thank you, Abba Father. We give you praise. Father, if there be any bitterness in our heart against our fellow man, Lord, let that root of bitterness be uprooted from our heart. We ask for forgiveness. Lord, forgive us if we've harbored such resentment in our heart against our fellow man. And Lord, we ask that you forgive them as well. Thank you, Abba Father, for restoration. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. My name is Idemudia Gwobadia. I pray that this brief message has encouraged you and um, would cause you to make any necessary adjustment that you need to make. God bless you. You'll be getting more of these messages um, as time progresses. Shalom. Thank you for listening to Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. We hope that you were greatly encouraged by today's word. Please share your thoughts by leaving us a comment in the review section. And we encourage you to subscribe and to share these episodes. You can also connect with Apostle ID on our YouTube channel, Warfare Mindset with Apostle ID. And for more resources, be sure to visit the Overcomers in Christ group of churches' YouTube channel, Overcomers Deliverance Network.